You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Wepa, what up, me gente? How you doing? This is our Mega Comic Crusaders Podcast. Welcome, one and all. We have a return guest right here, yo. My homies have been kicking ass on the crowdfunding platform. The last time we had them, they had issue one out of Pocus Pocus. All right? I love that book. Then they did part two, and now they're here to talk about part three. Yo, I'm very happy to bring. The one and only Mr. Alan Dunford hey. and Mr. Will Radford. <laughs> what up, my homies, man? Hey, How are you man. doing? I'm so glad you guys are here with yeah. me today, man. Y'all surviving COVID. Y'all kicking ass still. I mean, not just two issues in, but three issues in of that amazing kind of book that is Focus Hocus. Yo, what's up, my brothers? How man, are you? Man, Al, we are so happy to be back, dude. Yeah, man. Well, I'm happy to have you guys on, man, because I love the shit out of this book, and I'm so happy that I mean, shit. You know, when you when you were here before, we were talking about issue one. Mm-hmm. Now we're not talking about issue two. We're talking about issue three. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about issue two, but we're gonna really start, you know, telling y'all that your know, issue three is coming up. It's live right now, and we we need you to put your support behind this amazing independent project by these amazing independent creators. So so just as a reminder, Alan, j- j- just to dust them, them, them shoulders off and let folks know, Alan, starting with you, where you from again? And where yeah, you at? Uh, hey, what's been going on? Yeah, so I'm from uh, Beckley, West Virginia. And, man, this ever, since we talked to you last, Will and I have just put our nose down to the grindstone and have just been trying to crank out this comic book. It's, uh, it's turned from a uh, just a project to a passion project, easy, you know, yeah. and you got to fall in love. Yeah. Well, dude, you got to, right. If you, yep. if you yeah, don't love the project that you're behind, then what's the point? What's the point in even trying? Hmm. Wow. But what about you, Ralph? Well, yeah. Where, uh, you I, where you from at right now? Where you at right now? And, and what's I, the update for you? I am in Beckley, West Virginia. Also, I am just a few, just a few miles away from Alan, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Oh, so when you, when you don't like something he does, you don't got to call him. You could be like, yeah, he just walk over and slap me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't really knock on the door. I kind of just kick it open. Oh, <laughs> he just brushes an 80 stop. Yeah. Alan, where you at? I don't like this line. Alan, I would appreciate it if the cease and desist orders would stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll call him. Yeah. Oh, man. These guys love each other, but yet they're, they're putting out the, all, all this paperwork out in each other. My God. All right. <laughs> Only kidding. Like, yo, I love book, book one. Uh, you know, I was happy to have you on last. That, that baby got funded. Now, I'm happy to hear. Because we obviously skipped over book two, you know, and the introduction of that and that project. And you guys are already working on, on like, book three. Holy smokes. Yo, talk to me. I need to know. I really need to know this. So what are the lessons you learned from, like, the release of issue one and then going to issue two? And then we're going to get into that story because, holy shit, man. It, uh, that was wild, man. And I'm digging it. It's so dark. You guys are sick. <laughs> well, Will, do you want to go ahead and start this one off? Go ahead, Will. 
Yeah, so, um, well, I mean, you know, between, uh, basically, I mean, what I've learned is that um, Kickstarter campaigns are, are, uh, are, are tough, you know, <laughs> I mean, they are, they're tough, and, but they're also very exciting, um, so I've learned a lot, you know, about Kickstarter, um, not just, those are the two big lessons, but, you know, a lot of different things. Uh, I've learned uh, a lot about making discoveries so that, I mean, it is good to have your, from my perspective, you know, for, for me personally, it's good to have your outline. It's good to know everything that you're doing, you know, ahead of time going forward. But it's so much fun in comics because you have a, just enough wiggle room there to, to make these discoveries and be like, oh, no, 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 let's do that. You know, so there's been a, a lot of that stuff. And I feel like we've even gotten, you know, some characters out of, uh, hey. out of that too, so it's been it's been fun, man. It's been a good ride. Do you feel the same, Alan? I mean, in that ride, going into yeah. issue two after that successful first. Yeah, so it, it's. I think one of the big things that I've learned is that if you if you really, I mean, you just grind it out, right? If you if you hustle, and if you really try to push your own project, then. It, people will see that and then they'll, they'll like it as much as you do as well. The, the things that we've learned uh, going forward especially have just been how to be better creators uh, because Great. it was one of those things where issue one, we probably spent the most time on issue one without a doubt writing it. But like it's your first child, yeah. so of course yeah, you're more careful yeah, yeah. with the baby. Yeah, no, but the second it. motherfucker come around, you're like, you know what? I say, hold on, you know, let's do what we do. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's the Love thing, it. man. Like, you, you want that one to be a, to be good. And Will and I, we, it's our first comic book, so we didn't want it to also look like our first comic book. We we wanted to at least pretend like it looked like we know what we were doing, which is why we got Brian Bolando to draw it because he's way better than what we deserve. <laughs> but no, like you, you just learned We're how to not worthy. Yeah, no, we're not, man. You see those pages, we're not worthy. But, I know, I mean yeah. that's that's enough, but you are worthy because the words behind that 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 work mm -hmm. is amazing. So how, how dare you guys sell yourself so <laughs> I love you guys. You better stop this nonsense. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, man, for real, bro. I'm like, I'm really proud that you had that. So, how was the journey though for um, that that book too? Was it easier than that first time? Did did you find the marketing, the the, the outreach to be easier, or did you feel that you were kind of repeating, you know, the same steps? Um, with each campaign, you learn more. Um, so the campaign for issue one, that was our our introduction, and and it did well for what we expected, and. The, the love and support for issue two was something that we did not expect. Oh! Uh, because we, we set our goal at $3,000, and we thought that was very ambitious, and we were going to be lucky to hit that, and we surpassed that like crazy. And that's thanks to, you know. By how much? People, uh, we passed, we ended with six. Six thousand two hundred double. Yeah. Oh, yeah. congrats, fellas! Yeah. I'm glad people are finding because Bad Bug is doing some good shit with you guys. So yeah. it's like, yeah, go yeah. indie, baby. And then issue three right now, uh, it's doing really well too. And you know, knock on wood, it stays that way. We still got 21 days left, and you know, we'll get into the campaign here in a little bit. But man, it's just what a ride, you know? Yeah. Oh man. So, so what type of outreach? What, what was your favorite message you've gotten from folks? Well, I'll, I'll start with you. Have you seen any favorite messages from people that that made made you your heart thump like, damn, thank you? <laughs> yeah, I think well, I, many many messages in the sense that um, there were people. You know, I I, do, I don't want to specify 
The course uh, is not a problem. But, but yeah, there were there were there was a lot there were a lot of responses for people saying like things that like I mean beyond just like wow this is really good or I I, I liked it, I really liked it I can't wait for the singing issue people were like just acting I, I mean I, I I encountered a lot of people that were like wow where where did this you know come from like yes. how is this the big thing I keep hearing that really just is like um so humbling to me is people keep telling us this does not seem like the work from someone who was doing their first comic book series. Woo! I love it. I don't really think there can be a better compliment than that's that. A, that's a compliment. It's like, yeah. you've been doing this for how many years? 20? 20, 25? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I just started. Yeah. It's just something we decided to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know what? But that, that's a testament to the passion and the love that both of you have for what you guys are doing. I mean, for real, when, when people see it that way, like, yeah, y'all must have been doing this. Like, nah, I mean, yo, what a skill set you guys are. I mean, how proud do you feel about a yeah. comment like that? And, and that's the thing. It, it's it's little stuff. It doesn't need to be uh, anything elaborate or anything like that to to talk to us about it. Honestly, the only if anyone says, I love what you guys have, or just I'm a fan of the series. I can't wait for the next issue. That means more to us than they'll ever understand because it means we're on the right track. Yeah, but you've been on the right yeah. track. Yeah. It's the first time I had you guys on. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, you guys are murdering this bad boy on, on, on like an amazing scale. So what I want to do, I want to, we're gonna dig into issue two and what happened because you know I want to catch a few folks up. But let me show the trailer. Yeah. From your Kickstarter right now, because again, yo, you guys got issue three out. Jesus, yo, I'm so proud of you guys too. I mean, this is amazing. <laughs> so let me show this amazing bad boy off right now. Boom. You hear it, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I need a cartoon. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, shit. It's getting deep now. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what is going on here? That is the question. Holy smokes. Talk to me. What's popping in in, in this? I mean, what happened? What led to all this stuff in issue two? Since again, we didn't have you on for issue two, so let's catch people just a little bit up. So what happened between one and this issue? Like, what's popping? Because I mean, I read the issue. So I'm like, damn, your homie is not in a good spot right now. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of things got complicated uh, for Pokemon. Quickly. Quickly for issue two. Um, you know, and uh, it, it uh, presented, a, it, it presented a, a moral dilemma uh, for him. And um, something it, it, that says a lot, too, because this is Pocus we're talking about. So if he feels morally 
guilty about about something or, or, or you know, a uh, dilemma or something like that, it's a pretty big deal. So it that I think in his mind it was he was aware that it's like this can't I can't do this anymore. In addition to being jaded by the fame and, you know, losing my my dad in issue one after after doing all of these things to to mm. to, to appeal to him, you know, now it's it's the case of like, okay, this is finally the straw that that broke the camel's back, but he's also kind of aimless in a lot of ways. So he's got, he, luckily he's got uh, his assistant, Emily, who's going to, um, who's going to kick his ass into shape. So. <laughs> ah, guys, so Emily is becoming more of a major player. Oh yeah, definitely. That was something that we talked about uh, since day one. Uh, you know, she's just a background character in issue one. We didn't want to introduce her too early because we also wanted the reader to, get to know the main character, which is Pocus. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think issue three for us is such an important issue because we finally get to kind of cut loose, would you say, Will? Yeah, Yeah, I think so, too. And I I do like that we did it this way, especially we we had, you know, we were wondering, we had questions with, with each, and we'd had many talks with each other about, like, you know, is this too much exposition in one and two? Should we, you know, maybe move this stuff a little closer together? And I love the way we did it because I think we built this, you know, some suspense and some tension right up until issue three. And I also think that um, having that that time there to really introduce these characters and set that up was very important. I'm af- I'm afraid that if we had done it any differently than that, it could have potentially been like maybe too overwhelming mm-hmm. you know, with everything going on. Yeah, because you can't introduce too many characters at one time. Right. Um, yeah. You're going to overwhelm the reader that yeah. way. What? Yeah. They, don't, they don't remember who's who. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. but that's that's why we kind of like, as of right now, we have really our, uh, I guess, three to four uh, major players in it, depending on how you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, I feel like it's easy to follow and easy to flow. And it, it really helped move the story along to get us to where we get to in issue three, which is Pocus and Emily go to hell, which is the title oh, of our chapter three. Yeah. And I can't wait for us to show those preview pages off. Uh, oh, we get to the my campaign. God. Uh-oh, yeah. they're going to hell. Are they going to see all, all, all our favorite heroes down there? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to you know what I mean? Crazy. So, was it easier now for you guys to to you know do these type of campaigns since issue one? You know, you had successful one, you had successful two. Now you're yeah. doing three. Has uh, it been easier? I I, I want to say yes and no, right? Because you you understand kind of what what works, what doesn't, but you also need to introduce something new with each campaign. It's something exciting or however you want to do it. And the thing I hate most about Kickstarter is how obsessively I check it throughout the day just, <laughs> yeah. to, see, just to see where we're at. And that, obviously that falls on me. It's not a – Kickstarter doesn't make me check it. It's it's me stressing out about it, being like, I hope we do well. And then I look down at the day timer. I'm like, oh, God, we still have 20-some days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I go to hell, I mean, I'm not talking to you, the public. This is just the image on the screen. He's just talking to me. <laughs> yeah, he's not talking. To, he's not talking to the watchers. He's just talking to myself. It's not, yeah, it's not personal. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate yeah. it. Hey, but hey, I mean, uh, some people think hell may be a good place because you have more fun than other places. Hey, you know, hey, who am I to criticize? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so would, why are they going to hell, bro? What the hell is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, when you read issue two, 
uh, the demon comes to Pocus and says, hey, you know. What a son of a bitch that demon yeah, no, is here. He, the demon got himself into some trouble, and he needs Pocus's help to get him out. And Well, Pocus, why does Pocus really need to help this son of a bitch? I mean, I wouldn't. They're eternally bound, man. If the demon ceases to exist, Pocus ceases to exist. So fight or flight, right? Yeah. It's like it's 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 a realization I think for him that it that it's like okay this actually would be worse if mm-hmm. I don't help him out because I don't just you know no longer have my soul I don't have anything like yeah. I mean it's oh. all yeah he can't even yeah. get his soul back then see how the deep point. this is folks that's yeah. some deep deep stuff right there like yeah, <laughs> if I don't help I'm gonna lose my soul even though this is against my morals and ethics <laughs> yeah. I mean like yo I mean what a challenge I mean end of the day real talk fellas. Would you, you know, how would you feel in, in, in that moral dilemma? Would you, would you go with the evil, or would you like, you know what? Let me disappear. Oh, we already, we already did. We sold our. We we they're gone. Yeah, we we did. Yeah, this was a, this would been a good question, but we already sold our soul to make the comic. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, say, you know what? Can, can, can I talk to you? Can I negotiate? <laughs> I want to say you guys. <laughs> well, I mean, just, just in case you were worried that we were following our own advice in the comic. Or not. So. <laughs> no, man. See, and that's that's what, um, you know, all, all jokes aside, that, that's one of those things that we, we loved about that part of the story for issue two was what would you do, right? If you were in focus the situation, what would you do? Would you abandon your morals? Or would you still try to stay the path and, and do what you felt like you needed to do for your own self-preservation? Yeah, man. Let me tell you, man. I, I, I don't know how I feel about what Pocus is doing. You guys got to read this book if you agree or not. But, you know, um, I, 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 I was at odds with those type of decisions. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, yo. And that's, oh, that's the man. thing that we wanted with Pocus. We, we wanted him it. to be, uh, no pun intended, we wanted him to be black and white, right? Uh, we we wanted you. him to... Do, do we don't want him to be too much in the good grave. or too much bad. We we kind of wanted that anti-hero feel. Yeah. Of, are, do we really have to root for this guy? Yeah, you know, uh, but, that's how you yeah. made me feel with this damn yeah. issue. I'm like, what is? <laughs> I don't know. How I feel about him now. This bastard. <laughs> yeah. Yo, what the hell is he doing? I mean, again, yeah, you guys are absolutely, you know, killing it. And, and, and you know, whatever, you know, love face. Thank you for um sending me all your little porn messages, but you're getting blocked. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a bottom yeah, chance. Alan and Will, we're here talking about going to hell and heaven type stuff, and somebody's trying to sell me porn. What is wrong with them? <laughs> the, the, the way of the world, man. Terrible. This is why Alan and Will attract these sickles because, you know, this is a book about hell, apparently. And <laughs> I love it, man. You guys are amazing. So, talk to me. So, you know, how, how was the campaign for issue two? And how did it feel being successful yet again? Yeah, uh, Will, do you want to take this one? Yeah, well, the the so like the campaign for issue two, um, I just and to add on also to a question you asked earlier, I would I would argue that it it I mean it it gets easier in the sense that you know what to do, but harder in the sense that there's more pressure to keep topping yourself. Mm. So issue two was a real big uh, surprise also, and it's not that we didn't expect to get anything or, or people not to like it. It was like, oh, okay, cool. We've got a little, we've got a fan base now. Let's, you know, let's keep moving, moving forward. But just, I, I, we didn't expect to double, double our goal. We expected yeah. <laughs> to maybe hit it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. We, you guys sell yourself so short. Come on, man. You guys are amazing. Yo. I, I'm happy that people connected with this amazing project. I'm happy 
to see you guys are pushing a campaign number three. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So talk about you know going to hell. I mean, look at this cover from Bad Bug. Shout out to Bad Bug. Anybody better hit up another amazing independent. Hey, Al, so I did want to mention this. Um, I almost shot you a DM. Uh, I'm not sure who shared it on the Comics Crusader uh, Twitter yeah. page or not, but you guys had a you guys shared a pens and ink from Mike Hawthorne. Oh. Um, I almost said you guys are gonna love this because we actually got a pull quote from Mike Hawthorne for Pocus. Yo, yeah, man, that's a fellow Boricua right there. Shout yeah. out to Big Mike H, fellow Puerto Rican from New York. Hey, I'm digging it. Uh, we Puerto Rican love. Oh, and, oh, and Garrett Gunn, that's my yeah. big homie right there. Yeah. Look at that, the big man Double G himself. Yo. So, yeah, we got we got nice. some heavy hitters for these quotes yes. for, for this one. And uh, it was really, we were blown away, man, by that. So. Why? You you guys created an amazing project. Yeah. You created a kind of book that takes people away from news, from real mm-hmm. life. You created true escapism. So don't even be like, I don't know why. I like you created something fun <laughs> that takes us out of this world. That's damn why, my my dude. Al, I just need to have you on like in my headset all the time. <laughs> just to be my hype man forever. Like when I'm at work, I just have a I'll be your favorite flavor minus the big clock. Oh, you know thank you. I mean? Okay, yeah, we don't have to <laughs> Yeah, these are uh, speaking of us being sickos. These are our stretch bowls. Hey, look at this cupid! Oh, he's <laughs> Why does he look like like Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> so we um, we wanted to play off the Valentine's Day theme, and what what better way to have Cupid than uh, Pocus's butler Ivan, who's absolutely in love with him. Ivan uh, so we, is Andrew yeah. Dice Clay. Yo, yeah. look at his mother effort right here. Yeah, really. so Stephanie Mooney, she knocked those out of the park, and uh, the Emily print is is beautiful. So good on her. She's oh, she's yeah. done work for us every yeah. campaign. Yeah, All right, that now, Emily print. Yeah. yeah, so we, we're getting into the preview section now, so get ready. <laughs> oh, 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 the pink bunny. I love this mother. Cause, you know, <laughs> this is what I love about this book. I mean, it, it's a black and white, but when you throw in this color, it's like, yo, it's so gorgeous, and it's like, that, that's a key point, you know, keep watching yeah. here. Yo, talk about this page. I mean, this is so Hellraiser just with that right here. <laughs> it kind of is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's our, that's our Hellmouth box. Where <laughs> the Hellmouth, man? Don't get head from there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this, that, that was I. We walked right into that one. Yeah, so. we did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at this page. Look at these characters and this talking bright pink bunny in this black and gray world. I mean, look at this. Mm-hmm. Yo, I am digging it. This is sexy, man. And looking in the reds. I mean, why this way? With so, the black and white and then just subtle colors here and there. Yeah, we, we needed something to, you know, really just separate us from, uh, especially pull the reader out. And Will had a very psychological perspective on it from something. Was it called low color fatigue? Is that what it is? Or yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, so I don't know how. Explain, um, like, explain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how quote unquote official this is, but I'm a big fan of the artist Edward Gorey, and um, when he did Dracula back in the '70s, the Broadway play Dracula, he did the costume design and the set design, and I know that the costume design for Dracula, like each 
it, it was all black and white. Everything was black and white, except on each costume, there would be like a little splash of red. Mm. And the idea that, that, that I heard it referred to, I don't know if it's an official thing or whatever, but was color fatigue, which is that the audience watching, they're watching black, they're seeing black and white, and it's, it's draining their color sensory experience. What? So that they, they, they crave the, they crave blood like Dracula does. So the audience is craving the, the color red, similar oh. to how Dracula would. Yeah. I, I'm digging this. I'm digging this. So the, the more, the let the wait the, the more I color I see then the more blood I actually want. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. It's like it's like yeah, you're you're. I mean, for, well, okay. In the case of Dracula, it's like you as an audience member are psychologically connected to Dracula in that way, which is fun. Um, with Pocus, it's it's kind of like um, it it. I, I feel like the color fatigue it's it's more magical, mm-hmm. so it makes the audience want to see, or excuse me, makes the readers want to see magic it makes them want to be um you know something that's something that is separated from this sort of uh, i'm going to say like gray but also beautiful because brian's an amazing artist gray kind of subdued world that pocus is living in in like this victorian setting Does that make sense? Does Alan, does that make sense? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, why not, right? No, no, it, it does. Um, okay. So this is kind of where we get to, uh, after we have this title page, our next page, this is kind of, um, you know, what we've talked about with our first WOW page that we, we have. So after after this one, whenever we go down to the next one, Al, that was our, that was our mo- one of our most important pages. And this is a gorgeous page. So here we have, you know, Oak Pocus mm-hmm. like in the in the front, but then we got Emily in the back with full color. Yep. And what's the intention? I mean, and this makes for a great poster too. Yeah. Jeez. Um. Yeah. So we can't exactly say just yet. Why oh. Full color. Hey, folks. Teases. Teases. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you'll find out soon enough, but it is revealed in issue three. Yeah. yeah there is uh, a reason behind it. Yeah. yeah. Alice and Will are like color book strippers, and then they keep teasing us, and they throw money at us, and we'll tell you what's popping. Make it rain on us. <laughs> Alan and Will are there like, yeah, make it rain, bring it, bring it. <laughs> I love it. So this this page was what I was talking about, Al. This is our first WoW page. We're in hell, so everything's going to be in color. Oh. Um, Wait, so we, why does hell have color and Earth doesn't? Why are you trying to talk about us Earthlings in such a way? <laughs> <laughs> We, we love that hellscape case, that we have right there. Um, That's beautiful. Yeah. It is a beautiful thing, but very again, hell, Hellraiserish, Leviathan. With we just with added fire. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's and and as we get further along, to um, you know, without giving away any, you know, too many uh, spoilers, we'll. I mean, obviously, based on the name of the comic, we'll explore more of that world, and um, I think I think readers will be very very happy with it um you know visually as well as well definitely visually because we've got the the most uh, an awesome uh team but uh in terms of storytelling too and the directions those things go so and then uh, one of the cool things about this campaign you you just uh scroll through Mm -hmm. it but we we have a cross promotion going on with another Mm -hmm. bad bug book called bear skin and if you back bear skin and pocus you get an ash can for a new book coming out from mike tiener Who's actually in the chat right now? Uh, hey, yeah. Big Mike, shout out! <laughs> and you too, Jay Burns, because he's not been disappointed yet. 
Well, we hope uh, to keep that up. Day. But yeah, you get Mike's new, Mike and Dave Lentz's new book, uh, Ragnarok. It's wait, 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 wait. That's Ragnarok. It's Ragnarok. Like something Ragnarok. out of Boston. Is it from yeah. Boston? Ragnarok. Ragnarok. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you get an ass camp for Ragnarok, and it is about an Asgardian rock band who's kicked oh. out. Who's kicked out of Asgard because their music sucks. So they're sent to the one place that will enjoy it, which is Midgard, which is Earth. Oh, shit. So, yeah, of yeah. course, because we love shitty music, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mike, yo. I love the whole, yo, yeah, yeah, killing it. It is so dope, so dope. So, check it out first. We want to do the uh, Pocus Hocus number three, though. There we go. Digital five beans, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, for a physical cover and a digital, it's $10. Then we got, you know, physical cover B and the PDF for 12 beans, right? Physical, jeez, you got covers. You 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 saw my image right now. So yeah. physical cover C, I love it though. This is great. That that goes to show how many people believe in what you're doing and they're willing mm-hmm. to participate. I mean, you guys. So basically, you guys got four covers, four different covers on this bad boy, right? Yeah. You got a digital catch-up package, which is amazing for fifteen dollars. Like, yo, guys, uh, for real, this is cheap. This is really good. <laughs> this is really good. I mean, why are you paying seven ninety-nine for bullshit? comics from Marvel in DC when you could put $15 behind this to get three awesome comic books from Bad Bug. I mean, for real. So here we go. For 20 bucks, you got covers and a variant and some digitals. I mean, yo, what? Oh, man. Even, yo, you got swag. Look at that bunny. Oh, shit. Talk to me about the swag, son. Yeah, so that was done by uh, – the T-shirt design was actually done by Kit Wallace, who right. also did um, – I think if you scroll de- up – the other up? Yeah, there we go. Right there's the kit starter pack. So he's on a cover for us for every campaign. So we we had him go ahead and do a t-shirt design, of course, the rabbit, and we, we love it. We absolutely love that design. Um, yeah, very chibi design type joint. Put it fire. People love that. So you get all covers, A, B, C, and D, number three of a digital for 35 bucks, I mean, yo, if you are a print lover, you cannot go wrong with that package. Right. Right, yeah. I'm digging And then for $5 more, you got a T-shirt. Come on now. Yeah, so oh, yeah. Did, yeah, that's our catch-up. That, I think those tiers are the most important to us, are the ones that allow people to jump in at any point. Mm-hmm. Yes, and just that, too, you know, you get to go to a comic convention. People will be like, who the hell is that bunny? Have you yeah. not heard? <laughs> I love it, man. You guys are, are like after my heart. So check this out, though. This is pretty cool because you guys have also integrated a package. You're not celebrating yourselves, but also mm-hmm. the Bad Bug family. Yeah, you can't be selfish, right? right. No, but that's amazing of you guys because, you know, there's a lot of creators that don't care. They, you know, they're in it for themselves. Yeah. But you guys are saying, yeah, for 80, it's not just about us. But check out the rest of the Bad Bug family where you could get not just Pocus Hocus, but Black Jackets, Midnight Highway, Dead and Moon, Undercity Tales. His name is Wrath. I love that title. Bad Bug T-shirt and the Bad Bug Digital Suite. Yeah, that name. His name is Wrath. There oh. we go. We, we, I, I need to do a better song voice yeah. with that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, if you're still there, we're going to put you with Al. He can go ahead and do all your stuff for his <laughs> Yeah, $85, you get even more. You got 200 prestige, and you get, like, everything. But uh, am I about to get a fanny pack, too? Of a- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we're not that cool. I didn't even no, that's that. a good idea. I like that idea. Yeah, man, a, a fanny pack full of tricks. 
Hey, yeah. check that out. <laughs> and with some add-ons where you can add in that magic wand in that fanny pack. Yeah, you so could pull out contracts, and, you know, when you go to your Seven Eleven and they don't have what you want, like you buy some of So, so we, I want to talk about that magic wand. Um, each oh. wand is going to be custom and different, um, and we're going to be wood burning uh, your name into it. So those wands are actually made by Scott Wilkie, who wrote Periwinkle. And twelve inches at that. Where, hey, ladies. Honey, <laughs> 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 I'm being mean. I'm only playing. And then you got soul contracts too. Oh, yeah. Smoke. Yeah. So there's custom soul contracts. Of course, you know, Will and I, we would. After we, I used that one, I went. I had to sell my soul. Yeah. So that's the thing, man. Um, we, that was one of the things we don't want to be selfish. So if you want to sell your soul, you you can do it. So we'll, we'll tailor wait, wait, wait. soul contract. So, wait. If I sign this bad boy, am I contracting my soul to you? It's oh. actually the saying. I, I need to. We know. don't know. You have to sign it and find out. Oh, right see, out. I ain't signing. <laughs> They want to own comic crusaders, apparently. They're like, ah, oh, now I own you. <laughs> <laughs> you must have me every book. You know what? I wouldn't mind that because, hell yeah, you guys are awesome. So, damn, you got three awesome t-shirts, Bad Bug, Pocus Hocus. You got the bunny. You got dice bags, yo, for us to go ahead and gamble and play some CeeLo somewhere <laughs> and, and spend some money. <laughs> I mean, do you think I have better luck with your die than I have with mine? Uh, I don't know. Our soul comes with <laughs> It so depends, it's just a bag. It depends on whether or not you. It depends on whether or not you sign that soul contract. <laughs> <laughs> Al hits hits a good number every time he hits CeeLo. All right, back. <laughs> so you got black jackets. You got the midnight highway. His name is Rat on the city tales. I mean everything. This amazing team over here. How did you meet your team of Jason, Brian, and and Dave? Was that was that, that how uh, you know Bad Buck connected you, or was that a yeah? So that's a you know. Definitely a shout out to Mike. He uh, he gave us you know the contact information for all the guys and just told us really to look them up and see if you think they would fit our style and we did and we pitched them the script and they are uh, they're obviously essential to the whole thing. So and again, this whole project is kind of remote based, other than you guys kind of being a couple of miles away from each other, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So where are the other teams from? Uh, Brian's actually from the Philippines. Um, and hey, then, yeah. Philippines, shout out. Yeah. And there you go, try this side goes, well, well, well. All right, Alan, cunt, what? <laughs> don't don't what is going on here? My go- oh, <laughs> my gosh. I, I hit that accidentally. Like, what happened there? Are you guys, are you starting trouble elsewhere? And Scott said on the internet, it's the only time you could claim 12 inches. Oh, my God. What podcast would that? Because let me tell you, the ladies are going to be very happy to hear that type of commentary. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking with you. I, I love you guys, man. Cause you guys are just fun. You guys are awesome. Look at this project. Listen, talent is like any other Kickstarter. Let me ask you something here, though. Kickstarter has announced that they're trying to move over to the blockchain, and a lot of people are afraid of blockchain. I mean, I know people that, you know, really, you know, celebrate the blockchain and find the advantages. I know there's a lot of advantages there. I see a lot of disadvantages, too, mm-hmm. people doing some shady shit. But how do you feel about, you know, Kickstarter going on to that? Are you with it? Are you against it? Are you going Are you going to ride the wave or are you going to move your parts elsewhere if it really does hit to that point? See, and that's the thing, like, I, I'm not educated enough on that, which is unfortunate, but I, I yeah. think that you, you just kind of do – 
really just what works for you. Okay. So if, if we feel like it's a good move to move to like maybe Indiegogo, uh, stuff like that, then we, we'd be fools well, not to. You guys should look into two platforms in my suggestion, yeah. and that, that is Zoop yeah. and that is Hero Ledger. Yeah. Because through Zoop, it seems that they help creators a lot more than okay. most other platforms. And then Hero Ledger is about you creating IPs that maybe you won't use, but you could sell. Okay. Or lease. And yeah. make and make bank on, on things that maybe hey I can't use them maybe someone else can. Right, right. But this is what I love about this whole future in technology. You know, a lot of people like you not to just use platforms like a Kickstarter to get that message out, but allow you to really control that IP. Mm-hmm. And if you guys you know don't know what to do with it, sometimes maybe hey, maybe you guys have a better vision for it, but I'm still getting paid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. right now you guys are on issue three, man. Where are we at? Uh, we still want to do a movie or you going animated still? What's, what's going on? <laughs> what wants to do animated? I would love to see an animated. You still an animated. You, we want to animate it on it. Yeah. I just think, yeah, I would love to see it animated. I would love to see it as a, um, like, almost like an Adult Swim-esque series. I mean, like, I don't oh, know. What animated. style? Do you want it in a Rick and Morty style? Do you want it in an anime style? Like, what style? I well, I mean, American I, anime, which is very different from Japanese anime, if you really look at the style. Right, right, that's true. Yeah, I, I, I would want it to, um, I would want it to remain. I mean, stylistically, remain the same, you know, style that it is uh, right now. Um, and you know, with with Brian's artwork and you know, a team of animators working with that, I think that would be, I mean, that would be the dream. You know, that would be incredible. Um, and I, I think that watching the, this um, incredible trailer we have for this uh, for this Kickstarter campaign, I mean, I think that it really confirms that it it lends itself really well for uh, or it lends itself really well to animation. So I would love to see that or a stage play, man. I know it sounds. Hey, oh shit! You're the first person to say stage play. I know it sounds nuts, but like I I think well no, because I think that this would make a better stage play than it even would a movie for some reason. I it just, would be a better stage play than what they try to do with the Avengers stage play in, in, in Hawkeye. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that was uh, that was really awkward. Wasn't, yeah. it? wasn't it? I mean, I see that I'm Captain America, Iron Man singing. I, nah, I think this. But yeah, a shout out to Jay Burns. So he goes, this whole team is amazing, and they put out something special with this comic. Check that out. Shut up, Jay. What do you love. know? We are. <laughs> 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 oh, no, no, no. This is a big yeah, shout out too to, to Jay. He's thank been, you. Yeah. Yeah, Jay's been such a big supporter, and over his channel, um, you know that they, they have done a lot for us, and we, we appreciate them. They're they're amazing. Yeah. Those guys are yeah. just um, they're well, good people. Well, listen, yeah. we're all in the same narrative. Yeah. Us as podcasters, as riscasters, as West Side owners, we're all on a journey to celebrate people like you, mm-hmm. people that are willing to be brave and bold to put their projects out there, share of themselves, especially their creative selves, because, again, a lot of us are very shy. You know what I mean? Alexander Perez, my legal name, is an introvert. But, you know, Al Mega, I'm an extrovert. <laughs> you know, this is why you guys, you know, keep coming back. You know, and DJ Burns, I know I love this comic, yo. I mean, yes, stage play would be awesome. And and I'm digging that idea. So, do you have anyone in mind? Like, who would be 
pocus if you were to do a stage play. Whether you could get someone alive with that, honestly. Uh, Man, I like Gary Oldman. I, I think oh, oh what a choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he jumped. I was like, I want Gary. Yeah, man, <laughs> no, we, we've, we've got asked this question a couple times, and I, I land with Gary Oldman. Will, what do you think? I think Gary Oldman would be cool. Uh, I'd never even thought of that before, but that would be excellent. My, my, I, when we were developing the character for Pocus, my suggestions were coming based off of an actor uh, named Richard E. Grant, uh, who was in a, an, an old uh, British, hilarious, dark British comedy called With Mill and I. And uh, he is uh, just his look in that movie is is great. But I think, and I say this with respect. I mean, he's incredible. But I think he might be a little too too old to play the role now. But um, that's always if man if if Richard E. Grant would play Pocus, mm-hmm. it would be like, it would be incredible. Like it, it, hilarious. It, it would be Will's wet dream, and, and you know what? <laughs> it would be recorded on scene like. Oh, what happened? Well, I'm good. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, and we also want to go ahead and give a shout out. I got a private message um, from Anthony, who does our marketing. He's in the chat. So, hey, yeah, shout out, Anthony. Don't be shy. Oh, he wasn't DMing shy. Them. You're DMing them. Come on now. You better get on this over here and show these people their love. And I, there was a stage play. Would it be a musical number? Because they want to hear the demons sing. Yes. Who's writing the song? It would be, no, no, it would be Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. That's what it would be. Epa, I love it. A musical number with, uh, you know, a demon doing Staying Alive by the where Bee Gees. Where do you foresee this opening? What theater and where? Uh... Let's make uh, it happen. You got to speak it up to the world so it can happen. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll put it in existence. Uh, we're, uh, here, we're here for your fantasy. We'll go. What, what is a very uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the the, the uh, somewhere in, in in a very pristine British theater? Um, okay. you know, maybe maybe like uh, you know Shakespeare's <laughs> Shakespeare's <laughs> Shakespeare's or, or, or something. Duet, yeah, please. yeah. yeah. Uh, a horse and Emily duet. Will's. What do you think? Uh, Horace and Emily duet, yes, that would be good. It would have to be Horace and Emily, and not Horace and uh, and and Pocus. Yeah, yeah they're there for this. Yo, brother, you're speaking this. They love this. They love this. <laughs> yo, we gotta okay. make it happen now. The hocus pocus right now. Pocus hocus. You know, play. Let's make it happen. We're right now. Play, Alan. All right, we're doing uh-huh. it. Okay, yeah, sorry, guys. Issue 4 is going to have to wait. If you're a minority victim that t- is to die in the play, I- I'm more than willing to travel to New York for that. <laughs> also, can I just say, Alan, if you're if, if you're worried, because, I mean, I, I know that, that, that you have not personally worked on plays before, so if you're worried that they're not as much fun as comic book writing, you're 100% correct. They are a drag to write. <laughs> get ready. Get your vodka and your, and your cigarettes. Yeah. And we'll be thespians for a couple weeks, and we'll we'll crank it out. That's Check this yeah. out, yo. If I Jason, let's, let's get Lin-Manuel right now on the phone. Yeah. So that way can write this bad boy up. Let's, get it. let's make it happen, son. <laughs> Hey, listen, let me tell you, if Focus Hocus is going to be Puerto Rican, you're getting into more dangerous territory. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, it is amazing. Yeah, you guys are awesome. So the project is live now, right? Uh, yeah, man. So yeah. we got, I think, uh, let me go double check it real quick. I so want to check got, for you guys right now. Don't worry. Yeah, we let got me 21 days up. left. Yep. Yeah, let me scroll up because let me tell you, you, guys so, you guys got so much stuff on it. 
Like, jeez. Come on, guys. Check this out. We're, we're at, yo, shit. They needed three grand. They're at 4271 with 136 backers with 21 days to go. Holy shit. You already reached it? I mean, what type of extras are we going to get? Are we going to get Alan O'Will singing? Um, I mean, if we uh, if we keep going far enough, probably, right? You don't want that. You, uh... <laughs> hey, look at it. Alan can reprise his role as painting for the stage. But oh Alan, what is this? They're blowing you up. What is um, this? So, <laughs> and, and even Will is lost. He's like, what? Uh, <laughs> I hate you so much. In, in middle school, um, I, I was in I was in theater, uh, the drama club, whatever you want to call it. I love it. And they we had Beauty and the Beast play. It, isn't that right? And we had the Beauty and the Beast play, and they couldn't afford all the rights to it. So instead of the candle, I was the masterpiece painting. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me there's a picture in existence. I know. There probably is, and I hope that it gets lost or burned before it makes it to you. <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're dying, yo. And, and Alice, please, if you have a picture, I need to see it like right now. I can't forget. I'm, I'm- Oh, oh, no. Alan, oh my God, Alan! Wait, wait! Against my, my better judgment, Alan, I'm going to def- defend you um, on the on the on the painting situation because for some reason I think a painting of or a, a picture of you as a masterpiece painting would be way less embarrassing or humiliating than you as like a candle like a candlestick. I think, I don't know, I, I just, I think you got the better end of the deal. I okay, well, I didn't get the better end of the deal for this one. Okay, so Alakazam. Okay. <laughs> that was a, uh, oh, that was the season two of the theater club, drama club, whatever. Um, and uh, we did Aladdin, and they didn't have the rights to all of it. So <laughs> instead of a boo, I was Alakazam, his monkey. And the, the suit was like it was this makeshift like badger suit that was held together by Velcro, and I had to be a monkey. Okay, I have no defense for that. Yeah, you, I hate this. Yeah. In the stream, cut it. I'm done. We're yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I have to, I have to walk away now. I know. That's it, for the monkey suit. I'm done with Velcro. I'm done. I'm done. No I hate y'all. y'all no me. more. And thank you for bringing that up. You, know, you guys rock. You know, Miles, thank you. Thank you for embarrassing yeah, me. Like, you know, uh, all of these just great value versions of Disney. And <laughs> 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 hey, look at this, though. You know, yeah. let's get some serious. Jay Burns could see Alan as Pocus, Will as the Demon. And, Will, what, what, what would you think that they, they think you're so demonic? My gosh. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you out. Can you say that again? Well, this guy says you could be the demon. Why are they thinking that you could be so demonic? Oh, oh, I don't. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with like I, you know, I'm probably <laughs> the dark side of Alan's personality. So like, oh. yeah. So I, I mean, you know, we like it's it's one of those things where it's like we we've always had kind of like ever since we've been friends, almost like opposite energies. But we see a lot of it's weird. We have opposite energies, but we see things a lot of the a lot of things the, the exact same way. Yeah, I see the late. The, you see the craziness in the yeah. same way, even though you see it from a different view. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Part of line is like we reach the same endpoint. These endpoints right. are crazy. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of funny that, that Jay says that because I, I feel like in the writing process, um, 
I write a lot of uh, Pocus's one-liners, and yeah. um, Will is Alan really Kazan. Kazan. Oh. <laughs> oh, Alan Kazan. Hashtag, new hashtag has been created. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that, though, Alan. I mean, a lot of the uh, – and in and, and, and all seriousness, like when it comes to the writing process, that's kind of a, a thing, too. A lot of the um, – a lot of the, I would say any any of the the puns that you see that are like really clever and brilliant, there's a good chance that like Alan is is responsible for that. But again, you know, like and and then the the drier, more subdued mm-hmm. stuff is usually my contribution. But again, it's still existing like within the same world and within the same universe. Yeah. You know, I'm so digging this energy from you guys, man. Yeah. because you guys celebrate each other. I mean, this is this this is the power of a real team. Yep. Yeah. God bless you guys, yo. I mean, for real, man. I'm having fun with you guys and all this, but when I see just just the banter, the conversation, just listening to the conversation and just the words coming out, yeah, Miles. Wow, I am so impressed. You guys are a real team. God bless you guys, yo, for real. Thank you. I'm, Thank I don't you. mean to interrupt. But no, that's, that's probably the best And I'm like just watching. I'm like, you know what? I'm really, wow. I, I feel like really, like, wow, like, empowered by it. Like, wow, you know, when you find somebody that is a like-minded creator, you know, mm-hmm. you guys are not even family. And yeah, yet, like I said, we've got, been friends since high school, man. And, I mean, that, that's, that's yeah. what's amazing about yeah. it. You know, you yeah. guys are not even family, not both, but yet. You connect on that familial level mm-hmm. and, and are able to build something together like y'all are brothers from another mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mean, <laughs> and this is great. I mean, th- that is true inspiration in this creative field. Mm-hmm. I mean, how creators can connect. You know, as Jim Serenko said, the psychomagnetism of things, right? Mm-hmm. People of a like mind will always connect, and especially right. of a like passionate mind. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's magnetic in that way, I guess, in a lot of ways, which is which is really cool when that happens. And that's kind of like what we talked about earlier. Like it just seems like the writing process is just getting easier and easier because um, we we really kind of it, it's it's weird because we're coming up with a lot of the same ideas. I, I feel like yeah. at this point because yeah, like, I thought of that. Are you in my brain? You yeah. <laughs> are you a scanner? What's going on here? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm showing my age bringing up a movie like that, right? Oh, we'll I, love, I love that movie, man. I, you Bro, I, showed, I stood in the movie theaters as a kid. Oh, my God, that's incredible. Alan, if you ever make my head explode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, you're making my head explode. So, you know, you're a scanner, Will, and you're a very dangerous man, folks. You better watch out for Will. <laughs> All right? No, no. No, for real, though. All right, so. Great, great film. Uh, yeah, I love you guys, man. Again, I really mean that. You guys have such a great energy. I'm so proud of you guys. You know, and they go, look at the kitty right there. Yay, yeah. kitty. Yeah, she wants, um, to be in the, wants to be in the party. What's kitty's name? Her name's Athena, but of course I never call her that. Athena. Yeah, I hear you. Anytime I, and my kitty is called Autumn, but anytime I just say, hey, kitty, they get so mad at me. Her name is. I'm like, Jesus Christ, but she's called a kitty. She loves it because it shows me affection when I saw call a kitty. They just hating on me. That's right. stop hating, fam. <laughs> so look at this. Jay Bruce, I don't know if it's already been said. Focus is their first comic. You honestly wouldn't be able to tell. Oh my God! What yeah, from the big yeah. Jay Burns, bro. Jay, it's yeah, it's actually funny we, because we not only were we we were talking about that earlier, but I um 
Al was asking me what, like, comments and feedback we were receiving. And that's the best one you can give us, probably. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. about it. And I said that was the best one. Like, that is the best compliment, I think, that we've received so far. So, And Mandy is really digging the Alan Kazan. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's my my friend Mandy. She's in the chat tonight, so. It's a wrap. There's an Alan Kazan. It is in existence now. Now we need a comic book about who is Alan Kazan. And how can Alan Kazam piece Kazam? Yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, it's oh, a character now. It's, it'll yeah, be. we'll write it into Focus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Focus, Focus meets Alan Kazam. Who the hell is Alan Kazam? Who knows? It's a motherfucker <laughs> that will erase you if you don't listen. To there you go. All right, that's the power. Power of erasing. I love it. You guys are awesome. So before we go, guys, Alan, well, lessons learned. From all the way from issue one to now this fantastic issue three that's already funded. Uh-huh. I mean, what lessons have we learned that you can share with creators in, uh, in terms of, you know, keep going? Just, uh, I, I think what we've learned, especially with seeing the outpouring of, you know, just positivity from from the crowds, uh, it, it's just keep, keep to your vision mm-hmm. and, and don't stray from it um, because you got to where you are for a reason. And just stay true to the story that you have in your head. Mm. Yeah, well, I, you, I agree with all of that. But and and I would I would go as I would go so far as to say like um, something that I've learned just in general, and I've been thinking a lot about a lot lately in terms of my creative endeavors is that a lot of times like the biggest the thing that really separates the um, the good from the greats or, or however you want to phrase that is attention to detail. Just, I mean, keep looking at, keep looking at the details and, and the, you know, the way that those details can be used to tell your story. And, um, you know, just, just be mindful of that, be aware of that. And, um, you know, you'll, you, the, the more you do that, the, the better, you know, what you're making becomes. Because, I mean, for me, everything with Focus Hocus that, has made it so successful is just like I think the attention down to the last detail from mm-hmm. from the entire uh, crew. So details. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, at this. look at look at Miles. Positivity begets positivity. These guys deserve oh. the world. Wow, Miles, my dude. Wow. That's yeah. very, very very kind. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, what a great compliment, Miles. Shout out to you. And it's true. I feel the same way. These guys are the future. You guys have an amazing, amazing project here. I can't wait till everyone else could realize the talent you have here. And even if they don't, you know, I, I believe that this project is going to be picked up by even a bigger company, even though it's not the intention. Because, you know, I, I know how people feel. Oh, comic creators, some of them create, trying to create just to, to do a TV script. No. You guys are creating a comic, but what a blessing it would be for for this to go on just into a different medium. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. For people to see, like, how amazing this project is. Mm-hmm. And, like, it deserves even more attention. So that way we could go back on the comics and be like, yo, this was the start and look what they did with this. So, Alan and Will, just thank you for sharing your vision again. Yeah. You know, here we are at issue three. People leaving this. You already funded, you know, over 1200 from the original goal. With more than 21 days to go, which yeah. is crazy. Wow. It goes to show that people are connecting 
with this beautiful project you guys have. So God bless you guys on this journey. I'm happy, you know, to have you not just on my platform, but to be able to call you friends. Yeah, and believe me, the same goes for you. And like like we said in the pre-show, uh, whenever we were looking around to go ahead and get some interviews going, you were one of the first that popped up. And oh had, man, yeah. God bless. Thank you. And there goes Michael. You know, they're sticking to their plan. They have the whole thing laid out, which is in itself impressive. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's true when you guys have that plan laid out and you follow the plan, because folks, for real. Even with Comic Crew, I laid out a plan, a mission. Mm-hmm. And if I follow these missions, and, and I get, it's a day-by-day thing. I, you know, I, I, I don't say this is the mission and let me just follow this for a year. No, it does change day-by-day on how I do things. And this is why, I have, why God created pens and papers for us to write down these notes. <laughs> that way we could write these things down. And stick to our plans to make sure that we share amazing projects like what these two folks are doing right here, yo, for real. Yeah. I mean, and, and thank you, Jay. It, you know, yeah, it's not me. Health, right? They made it a great interview. It ain't me. They made it a great interview <laughs> because they are passionate about what they are creating. And that's what's important. This is what I'm trying to showcase. That there are so many amazing creators out there that just love what they do. And this being that passion project and love, and it shows because I enjoy the crap out of it. Let me tell yeah. you. I mean, I can't wait to read issue three because you guys left me on issue two. I'm like, damn, this this dude is dirty. He definitely is a New Yorker. <laughs> he must be a New Yorker the way he be gambling over here. He's <laughs> so, he a gangster. And I'm digging it. You guys are so creative. So, again, you know. Give me your thanks for just being creative and sharing that with me and with us. Thank, uh, thanks, Al. Thanks, Al. We appreciate thank it, man. We thank really appreciate it. And you are, you're an amazing host. Thank oh, you man. for um, having us on, being a, a, a you know gracious host and um, talking it, with us. It's my, it's my honor to talk to people like yourselves in this. I did this, you know, Comic Crusaders, Comic Crusaders podcast is just a love letter to creators. No matter where they come from, whether it's music, comic books, movies, you guys are so important because you, you know, take time to take us out of the narrative of life. <laughs> Thank you. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes I just don't you know, want to be, you know, in the news all day. I want to be able to read something that's like, wow, look at this fantasy world. These motherfucking demons. <laughs> and I, I tell people, look at these demons trying to take it. What demons are you talking about? Have you not read this book? You know, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you not reading, you know, comic books? You know, you know, and, and look at Mike. Yeah, about to <laughs> you wish, Mike. You wish. No, Al, just ignore him. He's jealous. He's not here right now. No yeah. shit. There you go. Yo, yo, Mike T, uh, you know, those messages, folks, please ignore them. Only play, yo. You know, Mike T, thanks for tuning in. Jay, everybody for tuning in. Miles, uh, Mandy, you know, Alan and Will, thank you for hanging out with me and just talking, you know, some, some, some good comic book stuff. I mean, you guys are amazing. God bless you on the journey. And with that, I'm Omega. You know, you know what it is. Yo, you better, you better support their amazing project, all right? It's already on Kickstarter, issue three. Right there, bro. Hocus Focus. Yo, number three. Dark Humorous Comic Series. You're going to fucking love it. All right? I'm Al Mega. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Comic Crusaders Podcast, and I'm out. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. 
you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCase.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 